Thank you for joining us as we bring you this Palm Sunday service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our readings this morning are from the Gospel of Mark, the 11th chapter, and from the 118th Psalm, adapted from the Swallow's Nest translation. The Reverend Dale Trunk is preaching. His sermon is titled, Great Expectations. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email. Here are a few highlights. This Thursday, April 1st, we will have an audio-recorded Monday Thursday service available by 3 p.m. There will also be communion as part of that liturgy. Friday the 2nd, we will have a live Good Friday Tenebrae service via Zoom at 7.30 p.m. And on Sunday, we will have a recorded Easter service available by 6 a.m. And a reminder that in lieu of having social hour today, next week there will be an Easter social hour at 11 a.m. via Zoom. We look forward to seeing you there. And now in preparation for worship, you're invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God. A reading from the Gospel of Mark, the 11th chapter, beginning with the first verse. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Just say this, the rabbi needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt tied near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some of the bystanders said to them, what are you doing untying the colt? They told them what Jesus had said and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed are shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of our God. Blessed is the coming sovereignty of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest! Hosanna in the highest heaven! Here ends the reading.
let us pray. Gracious God, as we gather with hosannas on our lips, entering this week called holy, make us mindful of the Christ. For the gift of love offered us, we give you thanks. When we shout hosannas and long only for parades, forgive us. Mold us into a people passionate for justice, for peace, for wholeness, for everyone. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. In Christ, forgiveness is ours. In Christ, we are loved to wholeness. In Christ, we receive new life. Yes, so be it. Amen.
from Psalm 118. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. Holy One, as we hear these ancient words, may we hear your fresh word for us this day. Amen. Give thanks to the Holy One, who is goodness itself. God's love has no end. Let all God's people say, God's love has no end. The gates of God's generous goodness are open, and I will enter them with thanksgiving. All the just and faithful will enter by my side. I will thank God for answering me, for making me whole. God takes a stone that has been rejected and makes it the cornerstone of God's purpose. The Holy One's transforming action is marvelous in our eyes. Today is the day God has made. Be glad in it and dance for joy, for God has saved and prospered us. Blessed are you who come in the name of God. We bless you in the presence of God who has given us light. We bear branches of celebration in festal procession. We make our way to the altar of adoration. We offer God our heartfelt thanks. We extol God's glorious name. We praise the Holy One's goodness, singing, God's love has no end. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God.
What would our lives be if all of our expectations were met? Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you pray for. I have finally lived long enough to see that many of my expectations have been based on the ignorance of knowing just one little piece of the bigger story. Grace has frustrated and disappointed my expectations. As a young seminarian, I was afraid to pray too fervently out of fear that I would have an apparition and not know how to handle it. As a young priest, I expected I could just keep ministering without concern about my own needs for rest and friendship. As a white child of the mid-20th century, I expected that social progress would continue in a linear progression. At the same time, I was ignorant of the injustices our society is built on. Listening a few days ago to my partner, John, give a lecture on Beethoven, I heard him point out that the best composers make masterful music by knowing, by knowing just how to surprise us by breaking our musical expectations. It opens us to something new. I started reflecting on Jesus as the masterful breaker of our expectations. Much of American Christianity is based on the expectation that faith is the ability to make God do what we want, as long as we are counted among the righteous, of course. What we celebrate on Palm Sunday is the revelation that Jesus is the masterful contradiction to our expectations. He invites us to faith as an openness to the newness and surprises with which God frustrates our expectations. Jesus lived in a context of intense socio-political, economic, religious expectations. An interesting intertestamental collection of songs called the Psalms of Solomon was compiled about a century before Jesus. It describes the context of Jesus's world. It is the earliest known use of Son of David as an explicit title for the Messiah. Here's a quote from one of the songs. Behold, O Lord, and raise up unto them their king, the Son of David, at the time in which thou seest, O God, that he may reign over Israel thy servant. And gird him with strength that he may shatter unrighteous rulers, and that he may purge Jerusalem from nations that trample her down to destruction. Wisely, righteously, he shall thrust out sinners from the inheritance. He shall destroy the pride of the sinner as a potter's vessel. With a rod of iron he shall break in pieces all their substance. He shall destroy the godless nations with the word of his mouth. At his rebuke, nations shall flee before him, and he shall reprove sinners for the thoughts of their hearts. And he shall gather together a holy people, whom he shall lead in righteousness. And he shall judge the tribes of the people that have been sanctified by the Lord his God. Jesus was immersed in these expectations and knew he would not fulfilled them. Yet Christians often tend to keep building on those rejected expectations. 
A recent Vatican clarification proclaimed that God will not and cannot bless sin, so same-sex unions cannot be blessed. However, God blesses people, and the only people God has to bless are sinners. A warrior king arriving for battle would mount a horse as a show of strength and glory. Jesus came mounted on a young donkey, which had never been used. A king announcing peace would arrive on a donkey. Only a fine animal never used for anything else was suitable for a sacrifice. Jesus is arriving as a king of peace, processing toward his own sacrifice. Throughout Mark, there is what scholars refer to as the messianic secret. Demons are the first to recognize Jesus as the Holy One of God. He rebukes the demons to silence as he sends them away. As disciples and people who get healed recognize Jesus as Messiah, he orders them not to tell anyone. This continues until just before his final entry into Jerusalem. Bartimaeus cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus heals him, but does not command silence any more. Then Jesus continues the 18-mile-long uphill walk from Jericho to Jerusalem. Jesus made careful preparations. He had a donkey waiting for him in a village near Jerusalem. He arranged a password for the owner to give over the donkey. The pilgrimage feast that is happening sounds like Sukkot, the Feast of Booths. This was a week-long harvest festival commemorating the ancestors' time in the wilderness, marked by the construction of simple, branch-covered shade structures. It was also the anniversary of the dedication of the Temple of Solomon. The last day of the festival is Hashanah Rabbah, Hosanna is the prayer cry of the day. It means save or rescue or savior. Dwelling in the simple branch huts is a way of being exposed to the elements, remembering how God sheltered the ancestors as they made their way from Egypt to the promised land. Palm Sunday is our reminder to keep moving through the wilderness of surprises and disappointments to the promised land of living in God's love. How has God's presence, as well as the sense of God's absence in your life, broken your expectations and surprised you with something new? When life events disappoint or frustrate our expectations, pray and ask, what is the opportunity being offered? What may God be offering me and inviting me to? It just may be something we never expected.
We believe in a God who rules the world with compassion, not domination. We believe in Christ, who models a passionate life for justice and peace. We believe in Holy Spirit, who empowers us to humble service with prophetic actions. This we believe. Amen. Let us pray. Friend of peace, we bring our prayers for the world, for those we love, and for those we struggle to love. For the beauty of the earth, 
the new leaves emerging and blowing in the wind, for the growing light and warmth of the sun, for the sounds of birds in our midst, we give you thanks. In this week called holy, in the midst of the pageantry and preparation, we pray for rest and for friendship. As we witness those we love and care about continue to endure the injustices our society is built on, help us show up in friendship and love. This week, we especially pray your spirit of protection would encircle our Asian and Pacific Islander siblings. We also pray for victims of gun violence, for those who have lost their lives, and for those who have lost the lives of those they love. We pray for the communities who are forever changed. Be with our aching spirits that we might find shelter in your peace. We pray for the Seventh Avenue community, for each of us listening in our neighborhoods. Tend the ties that bind us together. Be with those who are grieving the loss of loved ones. We pray you would hold them in your care and that they would feel our love. We also pray for those of us preparing for change with moves to new homes and with creating space for the birth of a new baby. Be in our celebrations and in our goodbyes as we keep moving through a wilderness filled with surprises. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. We make this prayer in the name of the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
as you go forth this day, pay attention to the opportunities God may be offering you as you keep moving through the wilderness of surprises and disappointments to the promised land of living in God's love. grace of God, the peace of Christ, and the power of the Spirit be with those who work or watch or weep this day. May God tend the sick, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, and shield the joyous. Amen. <laughs>